In the late 1980s, a suitcase arrived at a warehouse in Scottsboro, Alabama. That wasn't so unusual. A lot of suitcases showed up at this particular warehouse. But inside this bag was something special. They opened the suitcase and this troll face is staring back at them. A four-foot-tall goblin puppet with a giant head, a huge nose, and piercing blue eyes. I'm Hoggle. Who are you? Inside the bag was the real, original Hoggle doll, this beloved character from the Jim Henson movie Labyrinth. I get tickled every time I think about how funny and astonishing that must have been. We were just amazed at, we have Hoggle. I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. And today, we visit the unclaimed baggage center in Scottsboro, Alabama, which bills itself as the nation's only retailer of lost luggage. If you have ever lost a bag during air travel, it probably wound up there, alongside thousands and thousands of other bags and one hoggle. If you lose your luggage while traveling, you're probably going to get it back. 99.5% of lost bags ultimately make their way back to their owners. But once in a while, that other 0.5%, bags slip through the cracks. And when that happens, airlines will hang on to the luggage for 90 days. They do their best to reunite bag and owner. But after that 90 days, the bag legally becomes the airline's property. And that is when the unclaimed baggage center steps in. The unclaimed baggage center buys orphan bags from the airlines and then either donates, recycles, or resells their contents. And they've got contracts with all the domestic airlines, and they go and load up these lost bags on semis at the airport and then drive them all the way back to Scottsboro. A truck just backs up to our building and we unload those suitcases and we have a team of what we call openers that will open the suitcases. This is Jennifer Krittner, and she's been working at Unclaimed Baggage for more than 20 years, since she was just five days out of high school. And they go through each suitcase to figure out, you know, does this item need to be sold? Does this item need to be cleaned? Does this item need to be recycled? Or does this item need to be donated? Personally, I would love to spend a day being a bag opener. Each bag, it would be like a little Christmas morning. Like, what is in there? What's inside the next one? Although, that said, more than once, bag openers have opened up a suitcase and found a live rattlesnake inside. Another time, they found an entire bear pelt, packed in salt and still in the middle of the curing process. Smell kind of gave it away. So there are some hazards to the job, but there are also some thrills. We've had aluminum fire suits. We've had two full suits of armor. 
The most expensive thing that we've ever sold was actually a men's platinum presidential Rolex. Um, it retailed for $64,000. We sold it in our store to a gentleman that shops with us about once a month, um, and he purchased it for $32,000. The finer jewelry that winds up at unclaimed baggage gets appraised. And I'll just say, this is why I'm a carry-on only kind of guy. One of the coolest things that we have gotten in in my time here was a 40 carat and natural raw emerald. And we found that in the toe of a sock rolled up in the corner of a suitcase. I mean, totally unassuming. You would never think something that's for $30,000 would just be in the toe of a sock tossed in with a dirty laundry, but that's exactly how we found it. Finding an emerald in someone's dirty laundry is exciting, but for the vast majority of the time, it's just dirty laundry. Lots and lots and lots of dirty laundry. Every bag tells a story. <laughs> so some of these bags were on their way to the trip, and some of the bags were coming home from the trip. So you can, you can imagine. Um, it's not as glamorous as one might think, but, but it is very interesting. In fact, there is so much dirty laundry that unclaimed baggage has its own laundry facility. They process over 50,000 items every month. That's the biggest dry cleaning service in the state of Alabama. As a matter of fact, that's more than most um, laundry mats uh, process in an entire year. And so that happens right here in Scottsboro. The laundry gets washed and the electronics are sent away to be wiped of their previous owner's data. And yes, there are a lot, a lot of electronics, headphones, laptops, iPads. So easy to leave in those seatback pockets. Finally, everything is ready for its second life. If something doesn't get recycled or donated, it goes out to the store shelves. And attention to all bargain hunters out there. Most items in the store are resold for about 20 to 80% off their retail price. There are roughly 45,000 flights every day in the United States. So of the bags that get lost each day, even if only half of 1% of those bags are truly lost, it adds up quick. Unclaimed Baggage Center stocks anywhere from 5,000 to 7,000 new items every single day. Today, Unclaimed Baggage Center is this huge, sprawling place. It's bigger than a city block. But it started much, much smaller. In 1970, Doyle Owens was working part-time as an insurance salesman in Scottsboro when he got a call from a friend who worked for a bus company in Washington, D.C. The friend told Doyle about a unique problem he had. He had too many pieces of lost luggage that were just piling up. I borrowed my dad's pickup truck and $300. That's what the first load went to Washington, D.C. and picked up the bag. Doyle died in 2016, and this is footage from an oral history made by unclaimed baggage. We looked like Jed Clampett's plan of coming back down from Washington, D.C. to Alabama. When Doyle got back to Scottsboro with his very first luggage haul, he set up a handful of card tables in an old rented house, and he ran an ad in the local paper. He planned to be open for just two days. But by the end of the first day, he was already completely sold out. And that's when Doyle knew. He was on to something. I called, called the guy up. I said, hey, you got some more bags. We, we're out of merchandise. A few years later, Doyle landed his first contract with an airline company and eventually locked in contracts with other domestic carriers. He quit his insurance job, and the business bopped along steadily. 
But then, in 1995, a little talk show picked up the story. Did you see a gold necklace that's about... Right. Actually, I, I saw that my I mother. lost at a Newark airport five years ago. I'm right. Well, there's lots of jewelry inside, Oprah. And the way they price jewelry is... First well, we kind of joke, it felt like the Queen of England arrived. And truly, from that day forward, it changed everything. It was a game changer. Today, all kinds of people show up to shop at the Unclaimed Baggage Center. Tourists, locals, people who make one annual giant shopping pilgrimage... Millionaires shop for discount Rolexes next to everyday people looking for a new cheap winter jacket. Or, just maybe, if they're lucky, Oprah's gold necklace. But a few of the items that come through unclaimed baggage are just too special to sell. Like Hoggle from Labyrinth. He's still there. As soon as you walk through the front door, Hoggle is there on your left. And once, workers opened up a bag and found a camera from the space shuttle. This was one of the earliest iterations of the digital camera. Only three were ever made. So, Unclaimed Baggage gave that one back. Other things that turn up at Unclaimed Baggage are genuinely rare and contain these huge stories of humanity and culture. Thinking back over my time, I can remember a, a kind of a trunk of Versace runway gowns that came through just fresh off the runway. Around the same time, there was a trunk full of amazing hand-painted kimonos. A Tibetan ceremonial horn, a handmade Polynesian grass skirt, a medicine stick likely from a tribe in the Amazon with a ceremonial shrunken head still attached. One day, this well-worn Gucci suitcase showed up at the store and inside, it was filled with Egyptian artifacts, including a burial mask that dated to about 1500 BC, just around the time when the Phoenicians were putting the final touches on this thing called the alphabet. So, you know, old. Each nondescript rolly bag that arrives at the unclaimed baggage center brings a story with it, not always as exciting as a live rattlesnake or ancient Egyptian artifacts, but still there's a story there. Who was this person? Where were they going? Why do they still have a hair crimper? Where were they going to wear those glittery golden sneakers? Were they actually using this iPod Nano, or did it just slip into a crevice in their bag and get lost twice over? Does the toddler who lost their panda blankie miss it? All of this, all of the world, contained in one half of 1% of lost luggage. Our bags and ourselves. All there at the Unclaimed Baggage Center. The Unclaimed Baggage Center is open every day of the week except Sundays. And if you can't make a trip to Scottsboro, Alabama, these days you can still do your bargain hunting in their online store. But it really just gives you a taste of what you'll find in the real brick-and-mortar store. So if you're looking for a suit of armor or a hoggle doll, you better make your way down to Scottsboro. This episode was produced by Johanna Mayer. Special thanks to the Unclaimed Baggage Center and the Owens family for letting us use the footage of Doyle Owens. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. 
The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder Arnold, Sarah Wyman, Manolo Morales, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore, Peter Clowney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. And this episode was sound designed by Manolo Morales and mixed by Luce Fleming. Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. And I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I'll see you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher.